CEOs, CFOs, and executives from top hospitals and health systems are gathering at this exclusive world-class event to address the most pressing issues in healthcare today. Becker's 11th annual CEO and CFO Roundtable is taking place in Chicago this November and will feature more than 400 elite provider speakers and over 1,000 hospital and health system C-suite and VP attendees. And good news, healthcare providers have a chance of receiving complimentary registration as a reviewer. If you're interested, you can apply at the website in the description. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Nick Stefanisi, who's the Chief Executive Officer of Northwell Direct. Nick, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in healthcare and things are moving very quickly, evolving rapidly, um, which is great to see. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background, as well as Northwell Direct? Sure thing. Um, So I have spent my entire career uh, working in the healthcare industry, uh, both on the uh, not-for-profit and for-profit sides of the industry. Uh, I've spent the last 14 years uh, with Northwell Health, the first half of which was spent within the not-for-profit delivery system in roles across technology, operations, and human resources leadership. And then over the second phase of my time with Northwell, I've transitioned into more of their uh, commercial ventures and I've had the privilege over the last three years of serving as the CEO of Northwell Direct. And Northwell Direct is Northwell Health's wholly owned subsidiary that is focused on partnering with employers to help them find access to high quality health care for their team members at a lower price point. And we do that through a variety of ways. On the one hand, we have a high-performing, narrow network alternative to the traditional insurance carriers that can be leveraged for an organization's team member benefits that we see on average can save an employer about 20% on their employee benefit costs. And then on the other hand, we have a range of clinical solutions that we can deploy in the office or virtually uh, to support all of the healthcare needs of an organization's team members. And so... Uh, We've been really lucky over the last three years since we launched to work with over 140 employers uh, that are uh, local, regional, and national uh, in their scale and scope, depending on which organization we're talking about. It includes the likes of Bank of America, the United States State Department, uh, the New York Police Department, as well as a variety of other uh, local, regional, and national employers. And so uh, we're really excited, really encouraged about the work we've been doing uh, with employers and think there's a real opportunity for us here to have an impact on not only the health and well-being of their team members, but also on the way we organize, deliver, and pay for healthcare in this country by working with employers. I love that. I think that's so important and such an innovative way to develop um, that relationship between the health system and employers and working with insurance companies and members and patients. It just, it seems like to make so much sense, but I I know, um, you know, it's something that Northwell is very much on the forefront of this trend. So from your perspective, what are some of the big issues that you are um, really focusing on today in healthcare? I think the one that comes to mind most clearly 
uh, and it, it really has to do with why we're seeing so much interest from employers uh, in the work that we're doing is just a level of frustration that exists uh, um, among the employer community around the continued rising costs to provide uh, health and wellness benefits to their team members. You know, that, that annual dilemma that the head of HR and the CFO face when uh, they receive an increase uh, in their benefit costs from the traditional insurance carriers, and they're forced to go through the exercise of figuring out how much of that increase is going to be absorbed to the business and how much of that increase is going to have to be passed on to their team members. And certainly over the last year, two years, that conversation has become even more difficult uh, in the context of inflationary pressures, recessionary pressures, um, and, and the recruitment and retention challenges that many organizations have faced. So, you know, we see employers at a point of frustration. You know, if you think about uh, the costs for employee benefits, uh, over the last decade, uh, they've increased over 20%. In 2023, we saw an increase on average of 10%. So the trend lines have been moving in the wrong direction for a long time. And I think employers are finally starting to say, we need to think about our team member healthcare benefits as a business and a strategic issue. And we need to start to look at alternative solutions and strategies. And uh, to me, that's created a great opportunity for provider organizations like Northwell, like Northwell Direct, uh, to step in and say, there is a different way. And we can do something that will not only uh, help you to control the rate of increase, save money, but will also, in our view, provide a better experience and likely better outcomes um, has become something that employers are finding uh, incredibly attractive. So, um, you know, that's one of the big trends uh, that we're, we've been keeping an eye on and frankly why I think uh, we've had the opportunity that we've had to work with as many employers over the last three years. That's fascinating to hear and definitely interesting um, from the employer side, them being so willing and eager uh, to try something different and try something new and, and work with you on that. Um, as you're connecting with and especially thinking through, you know, those who were um, early to work with you on these types of models and then, you know, now um, additional organizations that you're working with, um, where do you see as being like, what lessons have you learned over the past few years to really make that relationship effective um, and, and uh, you know, being able to work closely with employers and understand their needs and then apply that to your overall strategy? I think the most important thing that we try to keep in mind in any interaction we have with an employer is that each employer, each organization, and their team members are different. And cookie cutter solutions are not the answer. Uh, the approach that we take is we really try to understand an organization, what their priorities and focus areas are, what their culture is, and what their people need. And rather than delivering you know, a cookie cutter solution uh, and trying to put a square peg in a round hole, we work with those employers to customize the approach so that we can ensure 
our solutions will actually have the intended results, will actually meet the needs of their individual uh, employees. And so what do I mean by that? How does it come to life? I'll, I'll just give you a couple of examples. You know, number one, as I mentioned, we have a high performing narrow network that we offer as an alternative to the traditional insurance carriers. Um, we work with employers, some of whom are comfortable and willing to say, yes, we are going to make a wholesale full replacement of our uh, existing insurance plan uh, and bring in Northwell Direct as an option for our employees. Uh, that's great. We love when they do. But we also have some employers who are a little bit more cautious when it comes to uh, making a change like that and like to take more of an incremental approach and perhaps introduce Northwell Direct as an additional alternative, as a choice offering versus a full replacement, what we call a sliced offering. We're totally comfortable with that. Our view is let's meet the employer where they are, where their culture is and where their people are to make sure that it'll be effective. So it's just one example there of of how we work to make sure we're tailoring our approach to the specific needs of an employer because we believe uh, you've gotta be respectful and, and considerate of the unique characteristics of each organization and their people. I love that. I think that's so important and just, you know, what great uh, insight into building a program like this. Now, what are you most excited about today? What makes you nervous? You know, one of the things I'm, I'm, you know, frankly excited about is um, we're also seeing that there seems to be a level of uh, fatigue that is setting in around what I, I sometimes refer as point solution palooza, point solution mania, right? If you think about uh, the, the individual that's leading HR in uh, organizations around the country, they are faced day in and day out with all kinds of different vendors that are, um, you know, offering solutions around X, Y, or Z clinical issue, right? You can have uh, one vendor in today that's going to talk to you about uh, their digital uh orthopedic and PT product. You can have somebody in tomorrow uh, that's going to talk to you about a point solution around fertility. You can keep going down the list of all of these clinical point solution organizations that have been deployed into the market uh, in many instances with funding from private equity that have created just this deluge uh, that has become next to impossible for the leaders of HR to manage through and to create a cohesive integrated experience for their team members. And I think there's a, a level of fatigue setting in with that. And I think there's a realization that it also further fragments care. And we're seeing employers express a desire for solutions that are more integrated uh, so that we can look at their team members holistically as people and put solutions in place to provide whole person care. And that's where I think 
we really differentiate and why we're really optimistic about the opportunity for provider organizations like Northwell to provide employers with a breadth of solutions that can be integrated and made really easy to navigate for their team members as a way to move away from what has been an influx of point solutions. So really encouraged to see that sort of sea change taking place. You asked me what I'm nervous about. Um, you know, if you look at uh, the continued uh, acquisition of physician practices and employment of providers uh, by large insurance companies who are pushing into the care delivery space. Uh, I get concerned uh, about that trend line. We're keeping a careful eye on it. We're also looking at uh, some of the new entrants uh, into the provider space and what that will mean uh, to the overall care delivery ecosystem. But I would su suggest to you that uh, despite having, uh, particularly on the on the insurer side, some level of, of weariness about that activity, uh, we feel pretty bullish about our ability to differentiate the values and the philosophy and the approach that we bring uh, not only to care delivery, but also to delivering innovative solutions to populations like employers and their team members. So I don't know if nervous is the right word or it's more a trend to keep an eye on, uh, but we're very confident and we're very bullish about our ability to differentiate uh, in the face of that trend. Absolutely, that makes sense. And definitely, you know, it is uh, great to hear from you in terms of how you're responding to some of the different um, trends and, and factors driving healthcare forward and, uh, you know, what that could look like over the next few years. And, and speaking, what do you think most healthcare leaders will need in order to be effective and successful in the next two to three years? As we've talked about, the healthcare landscape is changing quite rapidly and preferences are changing. There's new opportunities available and, and partnerships happening. So, you know, in your view, where do you think that um, healthcare leaders will need to grow and develop um, as time goes on to be effective in the future? You know, I think it's, it's clear that, you know, our industry is experiencing uh, and undergoing uh, a period of uh, challenging economic conditions, of transformation, uh, and on increased competition, including competition with non-traditional stakeholders. And, uh, and I think that's been exacerbated as we think about kind of coming out of the peak of the COVID pandemic and trying to reestablish whatever our go forward new normal looks like. Um, but, and so given that, I think more than anything, what healthcare organizations will need to do uh, is number one, foster a culture of innovation uh, that unlocks the potential of your people uh, to surface new ideas, to surface new solutions, to surface creative ways to thinking about how to navigate this new normal and how to carry your organization forward. And I think the organizations that lean into innovation will uh, really be positioned well. I think secondary to that, 
Um, thinking about opportunities to create alternative revenue streams, uh, thinking about the diversification of revenue and positioning our, our healthcare organization differently as we go forward uh, will be advantageous. And then lastly, I would just say a sense of optimism because it could be very easy to look at all of the challenging circumstances that we deal with on a daily basis, to look at all of that competition uh, for uh, success as we go forward and think, my gosh, it's easy to be pessimistic. I think we've got to remember, particularly uh, for those of us that have the privilege of working for provider organizations, I think we have to remember um, that um, we can solve this, uh, that we can be the ones to drive change, to drive transformation, and to look at the road ahead as an opportunity to chart the course forward uh, for our industry. And so I think a sense of optimism and a sense of hope about the opportunity that we have is really, really important. And I think if you can do that, uh, at the same time, if you can create that at the same time as you think about diversification of your uh, revenue sources, positioning your organization differently, and unlocking a culture of innovation, I think the organizations that get that combination right will be positioned incredibly well for success. Absolutely. Such a great point. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, Nick. This has been really a fun and interesting discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. I really appreciate the time and opportunity. Thank you so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.